Hello, everybody. Pastor George and I are back. I'm Gloria Copeland, and George Pearson's back with me, pastoring the great church here. And we got good news. I'm telling you, I enjoy hearing about prosperity. Yes, ma'am. I remember oh, yeah. when we couldn't pay our bills. We didn't have a house to live, a good house to yeah. live in. Yeah. We didn't have a good car to drive. We didn't have good crew. Yeah. Ken and I even had to rent our rollaway bed at one point. <laughs> now that's the low no, point. The wasn't bed it? sagged yeah. in the middle. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> My goodness. But the Word of God yeah. changed all that, and it'll change it for you too if you'll get into yeah. it. God is no. You, you know, people could say watching. Well, I don't believe that. Well, don't worry. You'll never be bothered with it. But I said, I believe it. I'm taking it. And I got it. You got it. We and got you it. you can have it. It's yeah. available. Yeah, God is no respecter of persons. No, what he's true. done for you and Kenneth, what he's done for us, he'll do for you if you use your faith. You say, well, I just don't think I can believe for that. Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Yeah. Nobody can believe anything without the word of God. That's where faith comes from. Yep. So if you're in a situation or in life, if you'd just like to increase... Start studying on what the Bible says about finances and prosperity. Right. And do it. You know, it tells you to tithe. That's one of the big keys. What is tithe? Well, it's you, you sow 10% of your first fruits, mm-hmm. whether it's apples or money, into God. And He takes it and He gives a harvest back. He sure does. And I can testify to that. Yep. The windows of heaven are open yeah. to the tither, That's and the right. blessings pour out. Amen. I like what you said. Uh, there's a lot that goes on in here before we start rolling cameras. It's great. George and I it, can't wait. You know, we get on <laughs> we into start it. talking. But Gloria said before we started, there are no limits to Bible prosperity. And concerning the tithe, she said the tithe keeps us in a place of protection mm-hmm. and blessing. That's right. And then what we, what Gloria came up with, she decided, I, t- I said the word, I said, these are gems, Gloria, these are gems. And so I, so I looked at her over there, she's writing down something, and she said, great enlightenment of mercy. It is true. That's what a gem. Yeah, and that's what tithing is in prosperity. It is. A great it enlightenment. Is. Of, who would have thought about giving your money away? I know. <laughs> by yourself, nobody. You, I like the point that you made. You made this point yesterday because we we're give talking. It to God. We're talking about handling wealth, handling mm-hmm. riches. There's a proper way to do it. There's a difference between the godly, yeah. godly rich, and the wicked rich. And so we want to be on the side of the godly rich. Right. And what you were talking about yesterday, and this was this is such a key point to this study. You said that tithing keeps you in a place of protection where your thinking is concerned about prosperity as you continue to grow, which we'll find out in our series here. People, people can veer off in a direction Mm -hmm. once money gets into the picture. A tither would never hoard the tithe. That's right. Never. You, when you tithe, right. you have an expectancy, and yeah. you know that yeah. there's a reward and a yeah. blessing, and all the things. If you know all the words that, if you just know some of the words that go with it, yes, you you expect. In other words, you don't you don't see it leaving. 
You see it going and coming back. A hundredfold. Blessingfold. Hallelujah. And we've we've been that same way and we do that. I do the bills at the house. I am the the accounts payable at our home. Could you Uh, do mine too? Terry is the purchasing agent. (laughs) But I I take care of all the bills. Sure, I'll take care of your bills. Okay, thanks. But I take care of all the bills. But, you know, I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I don't even have to think twice about it. Ten percent right off the top. Oh, yeah. That's first. Right off the top. Or the bills have had it. And it <laughs> <laughs> or the bills have had it. If you, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I can't write this stuff down fast enough. The, the, you're right. The bills have had it. If you're not, if you're not doing that first things first. That's right. First things first, and that is the tithe. And we're talking about, and that's all to what we're talking about here, about how to handle wealth. And all of these uh, outlines that Gloria and I are working from, including all the gems that she comes up with, those are available to you on kcm.org. You can click on the picture of Gloria and me, and it'll take you to not just these, Gloria, but all of the other notes that we've done. All of them, all of them, all 357 of them. We're getting closer and closer. We're almost to a year. making our year, aren't we? Almost. We're almost there. We're going so, to. We're, we're going to put those in a book, I believe, when we make a year. When we, I'm actually working on that. So. Okay, good. Good. Um, so, what we're going to talk about today, and we'll get really down into this. We laid a foundation yesterday, but First Timothy six seventeen now is going to be our foundation scripture okay. to this, and it says, "Charge them that are rich in this world." That they not be, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, Mm -hmm. who gives us richly all things to enjoy. That they do good. Isn't that powerful? Mm -hmm. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. Praise God. Now let me give you, if I might, give you the context of this particular scripture. I I always enjoy when I'm studying these scriptures, what's the context that it's in? Paul is writing Timothy. That's where that came from. Timothy is obviously, as the pastor of the church at Ephesus, Timothy is having problems with the rich. He's got people in his charge church. Charge them, he says. Charge them. Encourage them or speak strong words to speak them. Speak strong That's words. What you could exactly. say charge is. Exactly. And he's saying this to Timothy. He's saying, you talk to the rich that are there. There's a serious problem that you've got with yeah. these rich people. You charge them. You talk to them. And you'll notice that the first thing he didn't say is, get them out of your church. <laughs> no. He didn't say... Well, don't let them in. Yeah, don't let them in. He didn't say to them, no. um, if you're rich, you cannot be a believer. No, on the contrary, he was teaching them how, how, how to be godly rich. And these are all the points. And we're going to go through these points uh, in, during this week well, as we did. teach. But let me just talk a little bit here for a moment. These these instructions to the rich, if you look at point A, mm-hmm. he said to them, now this is interesting, he said, tell them not to be high-minded. Well, that gives me the indication that people rich. with money can be high-minded mind, well, high sure. and haughty mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. 
I'll give you an interesting... Let me, let me tell you something interesting here. I, I told you, when before we started today, I talked about the vacation that Terry and I went on. We went to Hawaii together. We went to, to Maui, and then we went over to uh, Honolulu to stay in a beautiful hotel. We've eaten there before. And every time we've eaten there, we thought to ourselves, we'd look around. What was it? I'm not the Halekalani. Oh, yeah. We'd look around. And the opulence and beautiful. the peace that's on that place. And we've talked to each other about, we, we've talked to each other about staying there. Now it costs a lot mm-hmm. to stay there every night. But we just decided, and there's just some You're things that Terry it. and I are doing that we're worth it. <laughs> so we just thought, we're going to check this out. We're going to check out this hotel and see what we think about it. And it really was nice. I mean, it was just. I like it. It was excellent in every way. Isn't well, that the one that's got the round balcony on the outside your room? It's got Everybody's the balcony. Got balcony. Yes, and it has a courtyard. Anyway, it's a it's gorgeous. I thought about you as I was going through it because it was the way it was designed and I how enjoyed it. the architecture. Well, it was Terry and I had to leave the next morning very early. We got up at three fifteen in the morning to catch to do? our flight. It, it was hard Much to leave. Less at yeah, 3:15. we had to, we had to get over grief <laughs> of leaving. But so it's here we are. It's four thirty in the morning. We're getting ready. We're getting dressed. We have to leave at five a.m. So Terry wanted coffee, and I was just in the mood for a a, a fruit smoothie. Mm-hmm. So we ordered that. So here a guy comes up to the room at. It's like 4.15 in the morning. He's bringing her coffee, brings me the fruit smoothie, and it's, it's about $20 for the whole thing. Well, I give him a $20 tip. And he took the tip, and he looked at me, and he looked at the tip, and he looked at me, and he said, no one has ever done this for me. Is that right? And here's what I thought. Well, I Gloria, this is an opulent hotel that caters to rich people. Yeah. And I was, I was shocked. That, that does shock you, doesn't it? I was shocked when I gave him, I just gave him $20. But that $20 meant so much to him. Yeah. The meal, that's what gets people is, is the meal, the, the thing that he sent was $20. I gave him $20 on top of that. And it just, I just told him, I said, I just want to be a blessing to you. And Gloria, he could have, he nearly cried is standing right, there at the wow. door. And I just blessed him. I blessed him. And it blessed you as much as it did him. Well, it did. It blessed (laughs) me. But see, that's... Okay, I'm demonstrating how rich people, godly rich, should act. I was telling some of the the team today here about being on that vacation. And before I left, I went to the bank and I got lots of money in order to give people tips. And I had several times where where two people in, in particular... Uh, one was a bell captain, another one was a, was a driver, and they came, I gave them the tip, they went back, and they came back to me, and I gave them a $100 tip, and they said to me, Can, I'll wait on you, George, if here. you call me. But, <laughs> Can I get you I, anything? They said to me, are you sure you want to give me this? I said, Bless absolutely. I you never know what that means to people in situations. It the does. Lord tells you to do it, yeah. do it. That's what it so, is. So, anyway, that's... I'm just saying, over the years, I have grown and increased financially, but I have been taught well by you and Kenneth how 
to handle those finances. And it says here, don't be high-minded. You and Kenneth are not haughty at all. Good. You are, you you. are you so ever, loving. If you ever think I get haughty, you just correct me. <laughs> Call me in and I've watched me. them. I've been around Kenneth and Gloria. This is my 43rd year. Has it been that long? Are we that old, George? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that we're that, we're that more wiser, <laughs> I see, wiser than we were. But I've seen them in all kinds of situations. And you think to yourself, people, they're on TV. They're no, they're, they have a notoriety about them. And there, there are people, I'll just tell you this. Uh, there, there's a hotel. <laughs> should I tell you? There's a hotel that we stayed at in Maui. It's a very nice hotel. I just like to take Terry to nice hotels. Mm-hmm. But there, there are some celebrities that stay there. And there are some celebrities that stay at a, a nearby hotel. And I was talking to somebody who worked at a nearby hotel who used to work there, uh, who worked at this other hotel. And I talked to them about celebrities and, and just, she said, you just be amazed at how they act. <laughs> it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Mm. And we as godly, rich, wealthy people really need to set the bar on how to love people. Yeah, that's right. With the blessings that God has given to us. And we have to we have to act differently. Anyway, all that to say, I've watched you and Kenneth, and you guys are so wonderful well, to George. people. There's been no change. <clears throat> the, the, the only change that you and Kenneth have had over all of these years is that you have walked in a greater degree of the revelation of God. Praise but God. it has not changed the way you treat people. Good. You love people. And these two people, they are an example of the godly wealthy. Praise God. And we see things. There are things, Gloria, that, that are on YouTube. <clears throat> there, there's one particular YouTube that's out there that, that Kenneth Copeland is worth. I forgot what it was, but it's into the multiple billions. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Then, Isn't that pitiful? People but all that to say, baloney. the Lord has blessed the two of you. And you don't, you don't have that problem being high-minded. Here's another one. He, Paul, Paul told Timothy to tell the rich people, trust in the living God. What was the problem? They were trusting in their wealth. Mm-hmm. See, they were, they were high-minded. That's why people don't tithe. A lot of yeah, times. Because they're, tr- they're holding on to it. When they, if they tithe, like the Bible says, it'll all open up. It'll open up. It'll increase. And it affects your attitude and it affects the way you think. And he told them, he said for them to do good. Well, obviously they weren't doing good. He told them to be rich in good works. Well, obviously they were not doing good works. He said they needed to be ready to distribute and willing to communicate. What they were doing was they were holding on to their money. Now Paul had had good standing to be able to tell this to Timothy because if you look at point B, take a look there, and this may shock some people, but Paul was a rich man. He was a wealthy man, and he knew how to handle wealth and the wealthy. Hmm. Look at this. This is interesting. He didn't tell Timothy to exclude rich people from the church. No, he didn't tell them that they couldn't be a Christian because they were rich. 
So look at Acts 24. Gloria, if you would read that. Acts 24 and verses 25 and 26. Read that to us. As Paul, let me get my spectacles on. As Paul discoursed on righteousness, self-control, and judgment to come, Felix was afraid and said, that's enough for now. You may leave. (laughs) He didn't want to hear it. When I find it convenient, I will send for you. In that while, mm-hmm. at the same time, he was hoping Paul would offer him a bribe, so he sent for him frequently and talked with him. Then that opened the door. <laughs> he he thought Paul would offer him a bribe. Gloria, I present this to you: poor people do not offer bribes. No, they don't. They don't have the money. No. Obviously, Felix saw something in Paul that gave him the indication that he was a prosperous man. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point, George. In verse 26, it says, He hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul, that he might loose him. What does that mean, loose him? Loose him. He was in prison. Oh, get him out of prison. Yeah, Paul was in prison at the time. So he would... He was hoping he'd help him get out. Get out of prison. Yeah. He was hoping that he'd slip him some money under the table to get him out of prison. But you don't do that with people who are not wealthy. So Paul knew what he was talking about when he was telling, when he was telling Timothy how to handle the rich people of his church. In Philemon, verse 18, he's talking here, he's talking to Philemon. And if you remember the story Onesimus, was the one who had stolen from Philemon. And listen to what it says in Philemon 18. And if he, Onesimus, has done you any wrong in any way or owes you anything to you, charge that to my account. Paul had an account. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. The New Living Translation says, charge it to me. The Wayman says, debit me with the amount. And in verse 19, and this, if you look to your left, I have something written there. Okay. In verse 19, this is the Passion Translation. Now, Gloria, I don't know, I don't think so, but I don't know for sure if you have a Passion Translation. I do. Do you have one? But I don't know the scripture in it. Okay. The Passion Translation. Well, here, I didn't know if you had one. So well, that, maybe I now don't. You, now you have two. <laughs> I thought about this this morning. I, like I thought, it. now this is to Gloria oh, from George. Oh, I receive so it, George. This is Thank this you. is your Pastor George gift for today. Thank you. I receive it. That's awesome. It's a tremendous. It is. I think it's great. translation. It's, it's a great. tremendous one. And in verse nineteen, it says, "I promise to pay you back everything." If this guy stole from you, the Apostle Paul is saying, I promise to pay back everything. Paul was a wealthy man. In Philippians 4.18, it says, I have everything I need and I'm amply Amply supplied. Amply supplied. In the King James Version, it says, I have all and abound. In the message translation. I like this message. Yeah, read it. I have it all and keep getting more. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. a good one. That's the Bible translation. That's a good one. The message. That's great. So, Gloria, we have about two That's minutes Philippians left. That's Philippians 4.18. Yep. In case you don't believe me. That's it. it. So look at your second page. We've okay. got just a few moments left. But we can, we, I'll read a, we can read a couple of these scriptures to okay. you just to get the point. Paul understood the pitfalls of wealth. Gloria, if you would read this 1 Timothy 6, 
verses 9 and 10 in the Amplified. But those who crave to be rich fall into temptations and a, and a snare and into many foolish, useless, godless, and hurtful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. Now, those that are craving money, mm-hmm. in other words, mm-hmm. and miserable perishing. For the love of money is a root of all evils. It is through this craving that some have been led astray and have been and have wandered from the faith, pierced themselves through with many acu- acute mental pains yeah. for the love of money. For people the love have of done money, that. exactly. Now the message. Go ahead and read the message. But if it's only money these leaders are after, they'll self-destruct and in and in no time. I added that in, didn't I? They'll self-destruct in no time. Lust for money brings trouble and nothing but trouble. <laughs> Going down that path, some lose their footing and in, in faith completely and live to regret it bitterly ever after. In other words, it sounds like he's talking about the one, the people like put money in place of God. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. going we, to serve money. We're going to do what we have exactly. to to get money. Exactly. And regardless of what the Bible says, we don't care. We're not going to tithe or do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So that's not the way to yeah. go. In Matthew 19, it says, Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, it will be difficult for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven. I tell you again, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go into the kingdom of heaven. Now, notice, Gloria, it says it's difficult for a rich man, Mm -hmm. but it's not impossible. Mm -hmm. It may be difficult because people are so trusting in their money, they have to really make a decision. And you and I, we see it in in the news all the time about crazy stuff that rich people do. Yeah. That's right. But Jesus is saying here, he's saying, even though it's difficult for them to do that, it is not impossible. You know why it's so difficult? <clears throat> of course, the devil's involved, but but they can't afford to do all the bad stuff they want to do oh. if they've got money. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. drugs, alcohol, yeah. Yeah. adultery, uh, whatever. They can afford to do it. So it's it makes it, if they're not godly... Yeah. They'll go the wrong direction. That's right. And That's it's, right. And it must be very difficult to keep them, if they're not godly, That's right. to keep them going in a straight line. In a straight line. Ride. I'll read this last one to you. Mark 419. Then, then they're, they're waving the flag at us over oh, here. Oh, they don't know nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness yeah. of riches mm-hmm. and the lusts of other things entering in choke, choke the, the word. word. And it becomes unfruitful. That is a really important piece of wisdom right there. Now, the deceitfulness of riches, the deception of riches. That's what you have to watch out for. Yeah. The deception of what riches does. And in this this Passion Translation that I gave you, it says in verse 19. Thank you for that. It says, excuse me, it says the seduction of wealth. Well, the... uh, the seduction is that if you've got money, you can do what you want to do. Yeah. The world's your oyster, you know. Oh, yeah. Saying yeah. That. But that's not true. No. Because the most important thing is who you are. That's right. Not oh, that's what a good point. Not who you are, but what you that's are. That's right. And if you're a believer in Christ, yeah. you can have wealth mm-hmm. and be led by the Spirit mm-hmm. and be seek. Be a tither. And be a, a tither. Sower. And seek first the that, kingdom of yeah. God that's and right. his righteousness. 
I think tithe is a great protection. It is. If you can't talk yourself into tithing, you're not ready for wealth. That's right. But if you believe the word and you'll receive your portion, give God his portion, go on with your portion, yep. then you're safe to increase. It's safe to increase you because you know to how to handle Ooh, money. That's so good. It's Praise safe God. to increase. Yeah. I can feel them behind me Besides waving that, that sign. The Lord sees our heart. <laughs> he does. He knows our motives and whatever's working in there. And he Absolutely. knows if nothing's working in there. Are we completely he out keeps, of time? He keeps pointing at me. Over I know. Some. I guess we better be right back, huh? Okay, yeah. George <laughs> and I'll be back. <laughs> Count on it. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.